Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Today on the podcast, we are talking about your health and how you feel on the day and how to avoid that bloated tummy on the day and also how can you stay energized and comfortable all day as well because we know that the wedding day is long and often we don't get a lot of sleep the night before or the weeks before either. So today we are joined by Dr. Courtney Thompson, who is a registered nutritionist who helps busy women and mums plan and cook healthy, delicious meals like without the stress. And who doesn't love that? So welcome to the podcast. Hello. How are you going? So nice to be here. (laughs) It's great to have you here. I'm so happy to talk about this because it's a topic that we haven't discussed before. And I know it's a burning question for many of the brides. But before we get into it all, you're also planning your wedding. Yes, which is actually why this worked out quite well. I was like, I'm doing my own research and I wonder if other people have the same questions about it too. So yeah, good timing. But yes, my wedding is on the 10th of December. So coming up soon, (gasps) three weeks away now. So yeah, it'll be here soon. I hope I've got everything (laughs) organised. I'm sure you do. When? Where is it? It's on the north side of Brisbane. Yeah, so we're out in a little bit of like acreage space, which is perfect for us. Oh, so yeah, it'll lovely. Be lovely. And how many people? We've got about 60. So not okay. too big, but I think originally we were planning for it to be smaller, but then you remember these people and then it sort of spirals and oh, <laughs> the yeah. number just kind of started going up from there. <laughs> that does happen. It does happen. Yeah. Are you feeling pretty good though? I think so. It's you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. No, like I've gone through the checklist and I think I've ticked everything off. But if I don't yep. know something, hopefully it wasn't that important anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what? Everything always works out anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. And and the day after, you're like, you don't even care if something did go wrong because you're like, I had the best day ever. Yes, you know? yeah. And also like probably a little bit of relief that like at least now it's done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that true. <laughs> but then you just get obsessed with all the photos and everything instead. Yes, actually, yeah, that's what I'm so excited for. I remember talking to the photographer and I was like, oh, I really want this shot and this shot. And yeah, so excited to think about where I'll put the, the pictures in our house and that. Oh, so, Well, enjoy that bit. And I hope you have the best day. Oh, thank and thank you. you for chatting to, with us. And thank you for listening mm. to the podcast too, because I know that you listen to my podcast. So thank you yes. so much. I appreciate Big it. Fan. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's talk about what you're here for. Many, as we know, many brides, they do worry about feeling bloated on their wedding yeah. day. Yeah. Especially when wearing that special dress that they've been mm-hmm. waiting so long to wear. Yeah. What are yep. some of your dietary tips and foods to avoid in the days leading up to the wedding to minimize that bloating and possible discomfort? Yeah, definitely. I think there's some broad recommendations, maybe not specific to food that I might just touch on to start with, which I think are helpful. But firstly, I'd say eating mindfully. So really carefully chewing your food and making sure you're sitting down distraction free, because it means that you're sort of swallowing less air, which can also contribute to that feeling of being bloated. So that, and then trying to spread your meals out across the day where you can instead of eating, instead of eating huge, big meals in one sitting, where you then feel so heavy and so bloated, which sort of might make you then skip meals. So just sort of being consistent with your meals um, across the day. But then in terms of foods or drinks that you might want to maybe limit or eat or drink less of, 
things like alcohol, particularly really sugary alcoholic drinks like cocktails and that sort of thing, diet ones, diet soft drinks and chewing gums and things like that, because they do have sugar alcohols, which can contribute to that really sort of bloated, heavy feeling as well. And things like high sodium or salt foods. So think about like takeaway options or your hot chips, your things that people really like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just because that does contribute to water retention, reduces that gut mobility, kind of gives you that heavy feeling. So they're the sort of things I'd say to eat less of and never to say not eat or drink because they, those yeah. things are some of the things that people do love. But yeah, definitely try to reduce if you can. <laughs> yeah, it's important. That's especially mm-hmm. why I always say to have that hen's party a few weeks before, not the weekend Absolutely. before. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All the things that you shouldn't at your hands. Yes. And, and you want to be able to enjoy it too. Yeah. Like you want to enjoy your hands and you want to have all the alcohol and do all the fun stuff and eat the good food. And yeah, having that little bit of distance is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's even not just about even the bloating, is it? Like your skin really shows. Absolutely. Like, well. Yeah, when you're dehydrated, your skin feels it and you could probably mm-hmm. tell like in the lead up to getting your makeup done as well. Like you want your skin yes. to feel nice and hydrated and fresh yeah. and it definitely doesn't when you've had alcohol for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, from experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, staying energized and comfortable is really very important on the wedding day. It's a long day. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, it's often yeah. there's a bit of lack of sleep and stress sometimes in there as well. Yeah. Can you recommend yeah. to us maybe some light and like nutritious brekkie options that they can have mm-hmm. the morning of the wedding? that are going to help them maintain kind of that energy levels. And I I, I wanted to say without feeling overly full, but let's be honest, they don't have a great appetite the morning of their wedding. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So what what would you suggest to to kind of help them? Yeah, yeah. So I think you want to pick, I usually try and put together meals in a way that's like a carb, a protein and a healthy fat, just because it'll keep you fuller for longer. But if you're going for something like that, And that won't sort of get you bloated as well. I think things like oats with berries, nuts and seeds, a bit of yogurt, that will sort of keep you full and it won't be too heavy. You can have a sort of smaller portion of that too. Something like sourdough or some hearty sort of bread with some scrambled eggs, maybe some wilted spinach, a bit of sauerkraut or kimchi because that's really good for your digestion as well. I know people don't always like traditional breakfast foods. My fiance is an example of that. He does not do cereal and things like that. So if that's also not your thing, (laughs) something like a bowl with like wilted spinach and mushrooms and avo or something like a Greek salad with chicken could also work out well. And if you can accompany that with something like maybe a peppermint or a ginger tea, because that will help with the digestion and reducing the bloat too, versus like multiple coffees, which will probably also increase your anxiety on the day as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, you, you just mentioned all my favorite foods in there. They're like oh, good. all the things that I want to eat all the time. Yes. Yeah. All the tick. <laughs> yep. give, give me them all. Yes. No, like it's, it's, I, I said just before, like we're often not hungry the morning mm. of. So those, those things you've just talked about there, they don't feel so hard to eat because you're almost exactly. sometimes you do need to force feed yourself the morning yeah. of the wedding. Yeah. And I want to just say to the listeners right now, please make yourself eat, even if you're force feeding yourself, yeah. because we talked about how that will maintain the energy. Mm. And I have seen brides pass out during the ceremony. 
I have seen brides end up really sick and nauseous and then struggle to finish off the day because it's long and then they don't really feel like dancing and there's too many repercussions of not eating. So absolutely, feels horrible to force feed sometimes, but it's better for you, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're with other people, you can kind of cook it up together, like eat and enjoy the moment. Like I talk a lot of my research and what well, you know what I talk about is about social eating and enjoying food together with other people. So sometimes doing that instead of force feeding yourself alone too can be more enjoyable. You maybe don't notice what you're eating as much when you're with other people and they're eating yeah. fine. So something like That's that can true. be helpful too. Yeah. yeah. And what are your thoughts on? I'm going to ask this because we all know. <laughs> protein shakes are like the thing. So everyone's, I'll just have a protein shake because I don't actually then have to eat it. I can drink it. But I know that protein shakes can be very bloating. I take one that has a probiotic in it to help mitigate that problem. But is it true that shakes can sometimes be very bloating? Oh, absolutely. They sometimes have those sugar alcohols that I mentioned in there and that can contribute to bloating. And when you look at the back of the packet of your protein powder, definitely have a look at what the ingredients are because then there can be a lot of additives and things to give it that really enjoyable taste. And so you want to be careful about that. I think if you're struggling to eat and you wanted to drink something, maybe something like a berry fruit, maybe a bit of oats in their smoothie. So everything that I mentioned before, like the oats, the berries, the nuts and seeds, the yogurt, pop that into a smoothie instead. Maybe you can go for a high protein yogurt because then you've got those probiotics that are good for the gut, but also help you stay fuller for longer. Uh, But definitely something like that would be better than the protein shake, particularly if the protein that you like to have has got a lot of additives and things like that Mm. might cause you upset. (laughs) Yeah. And I say, if you're listening now, go and look at your protein shakes and look up what some of those ingredients are. Some of them are so actually bad. Definitely. (laughs) They're not good for you at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And industry regulation is a bit mm. iffy around those sort of things too. So it really is up to the consumer a lot of the time to make the best decision that you can, which is so hard when there's so much out there. (laughs) I know. And I always do mine on coconut water. Is that a good or a bad thing? I'm asking for my personal self right now, but I'm (laughs) sure many of the listeners want to know. But (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, coconut water is high in electrolytes, so it can help you stay hydrated. But if people prefer it on water or milk or things like that, it's really up to your personal preference, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So the other topic around this is water retention which can affect how you feel and look on your wedding day. Some people get quite puffy from water retention and that then makes them feel like they don't feel as slim as what they normally do. Are there any specific strategies or foods that can help reduce that water retention? I would say first thing is to make sure you're drinking enough water. I know that seems counterintuitive for water retention, but you do actually retain water sometimes when you're not drinking enough of it. But then also don't go overboard either. So sort of stick within how much water you would usually drink. And same with anything around any of the foods that we've mentioned. If it's not what you usually eat, maybe don't try it for the first time on your wedding day. (laughs) Uh, Maybe go with some more tried and tested foods or give things a go a few days before the wedding just to see how it sits with you beforehand. That's a good Um, idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, okay, that sat fine with me, but I had something else the other day and it didn't really sit fine with me. And at least I know now what I can have. So yeah, make sure you're drinking enough water, 
But yeah, if you don't normally drink a ton of water, don't just start drinking a ton of it on the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then eating whole grains, so things like whole grain bread, oats, and that was in a few of the recommendations for those breakfast options yeah. that we gave. So that'll help you digest things, move things through. That helps with the water retention too. And there is some evidence around potassium, so things like leafy greens, legumes. Again, legumes are one of those cruciferous kind of that alongside like broccoli and things like that are those vegetables that can also cause bloating. So again, if you don't really eat a lot of legumes, don't all of a sudden start eating them the morning of your wedding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so dairy and things like that can help sometimes with reducing that bloating. Same with foods high in vitamin B6. So things like meat, fish, whole wheat foods, nuts, vegetables, things like that. So they can help reduce that water retention. But again, it does come down a lot to people's personal experiences too. If you eat a certain food and you know that it generally bloats you, even though the evidence and the research sort of suggests that it's something that doesn't go with whatever makes you feel good. So maybe don't eat that food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like almost start a food diary in the lead up. Yeah. How it makes you feel good and not good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just keeping a note of it because there's always other foods. I listed off just a handful of different breakfast options, but there's a ton of different things that you can have. So if something doesn't sit right with you, yeah, swap swap it out for whatever works best. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I also know for myself, I was thinking about like the night before, if I go out for dinner or something or somewhere and I have sugar like or a dessert late, I sleep terrible. Yeah, like my, yeah. Just I sleep really bad, and I've only yeah. probably become aware of that in my forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I just did it; I didn't care. But now I'm more aware. Yeah, and I don't sleep great, and I feel terrible. Is what we're having the night before impacting us the next day, and the bloating and the water retention, all that, as much as the morning of? Oh, absolutely. So, say for example, the night before you have those really high salt foods. So like the hot chips and the things like that, you'll probably wake up in the middle of the night. You'll feel the need to drink more water. You're sort of drinking a lot more water to compensate then for it. And you'll end up feeling that sort of bloated, heavy retention feel. So yeah, keeping those very high salt and sodium foods to a limit the night before is a good thing too. And same as what we sort of mentioned, if you don't usually eat legumes or other sort of like Mm. cruciferous vegetables, maybe have um, them either in smaller amounts or sub for another type of vegetable or sort of meat sauce the night before as well. But yeah, definitely how, does. Impact. How many days in advance do you always think that they kind of should be thinking about this? Yeah, I think it depends on the individual and also how frequent your bowel movements are, which really differ for people. They can be anywhere from, I think it's three times a day to maybe like once a week is considered normal for people. So it really depends on how frequent your sort of bowel movements are. I'd probably say maybe a few days out, at least you'd want to be a bit more mindful, especially because the sort of layover of that addition, additional like sodium retention or things like that can kind of go into the next day. Like you're feeling a bit mm. funky. Maybe you'll have something else, maybe some comfort food to make you feel better. And then you're still feeling funky the next day because of that. Mm. And the sort of like flow on effect can yes. really from there. So maybe just being a bit mindful a few days before. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Mm. Yep. <laughs> now let's talk about like the wedding preparations about that it's stressful as I said mm. some brides might 
turn to those comfort foods as sometimes a way to cope with that Um, or they're just busy and they're grabbing things you know because they haven't had time to sit down and do that mindful eating which is so important I mean yeah I love mindful eating I love to sit down and mindfully eat my lunch it's so important to me yeah how how can brides strike a balance between enjoying those like favorite treats and things that they just grab for quickly and maintaining like a healthy diet in the weeks leading up to the wedding just so that like overall well-being leading up to it yeah definitely so firstly everything in moderation as long as your diet is predominantly the foods that we sort of want people to be eating, like the fruits and vegetables and the whole grains and things like that, it's okay to have the chocolate and the snacks or the biscuits or the things that you really enjoy. I guess the other side to that is maybe making those foods that you're grabbing when you don't have time to prepare a full meal, making them as healthy as possible. So can you make up some little snack packs of like nuts or seeds, or can you have some like healthier protein bars or make up some muesli bars or things um, that you can keep in the cupboard on hand or fresh fruit or things that you can grab and go quickly and easily, yogurt pots, things like that. So yeah. then if you are going to grab and go something, you're sort of making that healthier option and not just because of the wedding, but also because of the health benefits generally and like setting yourself up with those healthier habits now will then sort of continue to roll on as you go past the wedding too. So the health benefits of making that change now and opting for more of those healthier snacks is of course better, but I would never say don't eat the chocolate because I love chocolate. So (laughs) everything in moderation. (laughs) Yeah. Ice cream and chocolate. That's my weakness. Yes. Yep. Same. Definitely. (laughs) Yes. I, in the lead up to my wedding, I did clean eating for the first time in my life. And it wasn't low, like strict clean eating. Like I still had pasta and, but I didn't eat processed packet foods. I didn't eat, I just, I, it was very simplified clean eating in a way. Yeah. And I have to say, and my husband did it as well. Yeah. And you could, we could still have like whole grain breads and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but it was honestly the best we have ever felt in our life. Our yeah. skin was glowing. Like we <laughs> really felt a million dollars. Yeah. And yeah. then we went, went to the honeymoon and totally. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like honestly, that, yes. <laughs> it was the best we ever felt. And yeah. I'm probably clean eating is not the right word. Because like I said, we were still yeah. flexible. Like we still yeah. had pasta with bolognese. But yeah you know, we made the bolognese from scratch. We, we added our own things. Like we, we just were yeah. really good with our eating. And, yeah. oh, my gosh, I now love to eat really well because of that because now yeah. I understand the impact yeah. that that had on my general well-being at the time. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Definitely. And that's the perfect example of how, like, you start thinking about your eating habits and your exercise habits and things in the lead up to the wedding, but the changes that you make are actually really beneficial like for the long term too. Yes. So yeah, you start putting it in place now and then you're more consistent because you've got that event of the wedding. But exactly like you said, you realize how good it makes you feel, how much better you feel eating more sort of fruits and vegetables and whole foods. And it's easy as well, like for packaged foods to creep into your diet and not that there's anything wrong with them, but that you often like will find that without even realizing 
a lot of the things that you eat do end up being packaged just over time. So kind of having that moment of having a bit of an audit, I guess, of, oh, I didn't realize how much packaged food I was eating. Maybe I'll try and sort of bring it back. And because a lot of the packaged food is more of that ultra processed food. So lots of sugar and salt and all the additives and the things like that can kind of make you feel a bit funky too. So it is a good time to go, okay, let's have a think about improving our diet and then keep that going for the long term after the honeymoon, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree. It definitely was life changing for Mm. me and for my husband. And we realized afterwards how much we didn't actually really enjoy processed packaged foods anymore. Yeah. And actually how they made us feel like. Definitely. Yeah. It's awful. And sometimes we might go to a friend's and have takeaway and I'm like, Mm. oh, I feel awful afterwards. Like now it's not like some people might be like, oh, you're too strict with your food, but it's not. It actually now comes natural because I know how I want to feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to get up the next morning and go for a walk or do yeah. all these things. Like I can do that better when I eat better. Yes. Yeah, totally. definitely. Yeah. And it, everything in the gut affects the brain. So mm. we're living in a world where mental health is a real big thing. I hate that word. Brain health yes. is a yep. really big thing and yep. a lot of people are struggling and a lot of the time, we're being it and we don't realize we're impacted by what goes in that gut because that affects yeah. our brain so yeah. much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the foods that you eat can are linked to anxiety and depression and things like that too. So especially if you're stressed and probably anxious in the lead up to your wedding, understanding that's different from that anxiety too. Yes. But that that can the foods that you eat do contribute to that too. So you do want to be eating the best you can to help reduce your stress and sort of anxiety as well mm-hmm. as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. And help you deal with family as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, no, that's the thing when we're wedding planning. (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) I was just talking to a beautiful bride who got married on the weekend and she was like, oh, my gosh, it was amazing. Everything was perfect except for our families. They were a pain. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. keep your, your food and energy right. You can handle all those situations so much better, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that is super helpful. Is there anything else you feel like that we should be aware of or think about when it comes to nutrition or just our health or anything in the lead up? I don't think so. I think I just had some other like mental notes about foods or drinks or other things, maybe to be mindful of, so not to like fully sort of limit. But things like highly fermentable foods, so things like onions or garlic or apples, things like that. Some people have problems with them in particular, eating a lot of garlic or a lot of onion. Well, I mean, a lot of garlic before the wedding is probably not a good idea either since like your future husband does not want to be smelling that when you're having your first kiss. (laughs) And it does every other 100 guests kissing you. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) I didn't even think about that, but yes. And yeah, going back to the like cruciferous vegetables and the legumes and things, if you do want to eat them, which I would recommend still, just think about making sure that they're well cooked, for example, so you're not eating them raw, which I don't think people do that much anyway. But yeah, the roasting, the cooking, the sautéing helps to sort of break down the fibres and it helps with that digestion. And if you do want to have things like legumes, you could opt for it in like a hummus sort of format to have it with as a dip or something like that to help that way you're still getting your legumes in but it's maybe in a format that's more easily digestible yeah that's a good one i didn't realize that that's a good tip what Mm. about raw carrots should they be is it bad to eat a lot of raw carrots 
I don't think so. As long as you're not sort of, that's the only thing that you eat. But if you want to mix it up, you could try with celery or things like that. Like different vegetables have different colored vegetables, have different nutrients. So it is beneficial to, to mix it up there a bit, but yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And a bit of a surprise question. I, yes. know, I, wasn't gonna ask, I did tell you I was going to ask this, but what yes. is, at, and for your wedding and planning at the moment, so you'll think of something, I'm sure, but yep. what, what do you feel like is your number one wedding tip to those who are wedding planning right now? Ooh. I'm like an organized person. So I created a spreadsheet to keep track of all of my vendors. And then like when I had to pay them by and all that sort of stuff. And I feel like that reduced my like stress a lot. Cause then it wasn't like I had to keep digging through my emails to try and find like the email from that person. And like, where did I put it? And when did I need to pay them by and all that sort of stuff. So for me, it was like keeping things all in one place was helpful. Cause then like whenever Clinton and I were thinking, my fiance, we're thinking about, oh, what do we need to make sure that we have? Have we paid these people? Like what's our to-do list up to? Having it all in a spreadsheet mm. was really helpful for us to always go back to, to go, okay, this is where things are at. This is where we're up to. But yeah, I think that's the the biggest tip. Keep everything yeah. in one place because then you can keep on top of it easier. <laughs> yeah, that is a great tip and you need it for your sanity and to keep that brain kind of knowing what's going on. Yeah. Um, what we actually do in the Calm Bride Planner course is we get everyone to create a Google Drive. Yes. So yep. create a Google Drive, put everyone in that everything in that one place. And we obviously yep. give you all the spreadsheets and all the checklists. And we get you to file everything in there, all the proofs yep. from your suppliers, all the everything. So it's the one spot. So you can just you can put it on your phone as an app yeah. as well. Yeah. And then you yep. just go in, you can find it. It's so much easier because yep. you just end up with stuff everywhere. Oh yeah. And then if people are calling you like, oh, where's this thing? Or when's this thing happening? And you're like sifting through like piles of junk. Like what you can't see behind me is like the piles of one or the alcohol, like for the wedding is beside me right here, but also the rest (laughs) of the junk that's sitting on top of there too. Like much easier to just go to that one place to get all the information. Totally. Um, Sifting through everything. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Especially if you're at an appointment and you're like, oh, I don't have that. That's at home. or I don't know how to look for it. In the Google Drive, you can um, search anything and it'll be perfect like you can put cake and it'll bring up every document that's got cake in it little things like that like (gasps) it's like yeah Yeah. it just (laughs) saves your brain I'm telling you yeah (laughs) Yeah. and it's so so easy for things to just fall out of your head too it's not front of mind like you'll easily forget about it so yeah having everything in one place so much simple and I love that it's searchable too that's so handy (laughs) yeah no it is much very handy so that is a great wedding tip and that is one that Every people haven't shared before, so I love that. It's super, oh, good, <laughs> super important, and that's why your, your wedding is three weeks away, and you're feeling pretty good, right? Because yeah. you're organized. Yes, but I'm like an over-organized person, though, and like Clinton's kind of the opposite, like flies by the seat of his pants kind of thing. So I like that I've got it all here and organized, and he's all fine too. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love organizers, obviously. Yes. I'm <laughs> organized. And my husband gives me a hard time. And then I'm tell I tell you what, after there's been an event or something, and he's like, Oh, I'm glad you were organized. Yeah, that that yeah. felt that was hectic and you were organized. I'm like, I told you. Mine's always the oh, do you remember where I put this thing? And I'm like, because like I'm organized or I just remember things and I know where things are. Yes, I can tell you where you put your hat that you left like somewhere four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone needs their Courtney in their life, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Especially my kids. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, well, it's been lovely to chat with you today. 
tell the listeners, where can they find you? Yes. So I am on Instagram at NPR Consulting. So if you jump onto my Instagram and if you send me a message planner, I will send you my free meal planning, auto-populating grocery shopping list so you can organize all your meals for the lead up to your wedding. So yeah, at NPR Consulting on Instagram. (laughs) I love that. I need a copy of that. Yeah, so handy. And it auto-populates, which is the best part because there's nothing worse. You fill in the planner and then you have to go and write all the stuff over on the list. So works Mm, a treat. (laughs) That saves you so much time because that's perfect. I love that. Go and get that, everyone. Go and get that. (laughs) Thank you so much for chatting to us today. This topic we haven't talked about before, but it's so important. We want everyone to wake up on their wedding day feeling energized and feeling your best and lasting the whole day feeling like that. So they've been really wonderful tips. So thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. It was lovely to chat. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks so much. See ya. (laughs) Bye.